Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Uncaped Crusaders Review. And this is another two-parter. We are doing a commentary track for Batman Mask of the Phantasm, one of the best animated Batman movies ever. But again, this will be in two parts, so this is going to be part one. About halfway through, we'll pause it, and then we'll take over in part two. Both come out at the same time, so you still don't have to wait. But without further ado, here comes part one of Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. On this episode, we are going to be doing a commentary track for Batman Mask of the Phantasm, the first ever Batman animated film. And uh, one of the best Batman animated films of all time, at least in our opinion. So we're going to be oh, yeah. going to be watching that. But uh, before we do, there's not a whole lot of news to get to, but just a couple of things. Um, Ian, you want to go through the couple of news things? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I think it came out earlier this week. Uh, just kind of Zack Snyder has it's kind of sad. He's ever since he kind of got kicked out of DCU, he's done nothing but like post pictures to kind of still be involved like emotionally it's like oh like just stop but uh <laughs> lately it came out that uh uh you know because originally justice league was going to be two movies he was going to do basically i think yeah four movies for the whole dcu man of steel batman v superman and then justice league one and two and then, of course after batman v superman Warner brothers freaked out they're like oh no only one for now <laughs> and uh <laughs> but we found out originally that had he been able to do his two movies he had uh plans to kill batman kill ben affleck's batman so people were kind of torn about you know if it was the right decision kicking him out if it would, other people were like oh thank god i don't know how do you feel about that just like about that he was going to kill batman sure i i, I don't care to nah. be honest I, I i don't care about anything in that universe, um, at this point, so I I don't know. They already ruined yeah. Batman with his portrayal in Justice League completely. So I mean, b- might as well. He's worthless. Yeah, but, I mean, granted, but like, yeah, if he had stayed on and actually made the Justice League movie that he would that he wanted to, I'm sure it still would have been bad. Yeah, but, but uh, it probably wouldn't have been as bad. Again, the the biggest the biggest problem other than just the wrong direction in the first place is, is just the meddling. I mean that yeah. the movie's never going to improve from all of the script changes and stuff. It just won't. So whatever no. he was going to do, I'm sure would have been better. I, I I mean, me and you aren't a fan of the direction anyway, so we probably, it still wouldn't have been good to us, but it, it would have it it been better. Least, yeah. It would have pleased at least the, the, the Snyder fans. Which yeah. Yeah. There's surprisingly a lot of, but it's like, yeah, this is like we got didn't like didn't please anybody. Oh yeah, you're uh, on you're on Twitter now, so you're gonna you're gonna find all of the all of the uh, big time Snyder Snyder fans. Oh, can't wait! I'm sure they'll be very civil and logical. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got attacked for uh, uh, retweeting a tweet about the toxicity of Snyder fans. So that was that was fun. Which just you know further proved the point. Right. Again, it's not all of them, but there is no, a no. there is a small group that are radical Snyder fans that are like based they're they're bullies really. 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure they'll feel a lot better when they finally release a Snyder Cut of Justice League. There's no <laughs> Snyder Cut. We, we <laughs> talked know. about that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm I mean, I mean, like, okay, maybe, is there enough to make a movie? I mean, probably. No. He was pretty much done, wasn't he? No, uh, the, when, right before, you know, his daughter died, um, they did a screening of the movie with all the footage that he shot. And yeah, the, the screening, even from the Warner Brothers executives said it was watchable. Mainly because it wasn't enough, but also unwatchable because it was just terrible. So, like, I think there's maybe a little over an hour, but in terms of like the story you had, they had to tell in that movie, definitely not enough for a full, like, flushed out movie. Yeah. So, so... The, the Snyder Cut would just be, you know, a montage of slow motion and all of his, you know, comic booky theatrical shots and then, like, emptiness, which, granted, the version we got wasn't much better but yeah well i don't think it was probably better i mean it was again you didn't even see it no i mean i already know enough about it i've seen enough i'm like oh god (laughs) well we'll, i know it's not good we'll get there and it's gonna be glorious that that actually will be fun but yeah that was (laughs) it i mean you know what we're gonna have to do we might have to expedite that one and do that one over the christmas break when i'm actually in town I i don't know if i can wait that long yeah we won't be we won't, I mean, we won't be there. It won't be time for that yet if no. we're with us going in order, but we might just go ahead and do that one just, just to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it'll be fun. Again, it's, it's, it's more watchable overall than Batman vs Superman as a whole, but just the Batman character is so abysmal that that really is the big, big problem. Uh, aside from the, bad screenwriting and the bad CGI. The, the the part that ruins it for me is just the Batman portrayal, which we've talked about before. So mm-hmm. that's, but yeah, know. but yeah, that was, that was a big thing that kind of got people talking about Batman again was like, yeah, it's like, why would you introduce this Batman and Batman V Superman and then just kill him in part two. But granted, I'm sure they did it with intent, Superman. Yeah, but I'm sure. And I'm sure also the intent was to have some solo movies in between, but we all know what happened there. And yeah, yeah, they're rushing, rushing. <laughs> so I guess the the other the other news thing, which is so perfect, is yeah. the fact that they are re-releasing Mask of the Phantasm in theaters on November twelfth in uh, select theaters, which is perfect because that news came out yesterday, and we're yeah. recording, we're watching that today, so that's perfect. I mean, I think it's our popularity. I mean, I think if we keep asking for stuff, <laughs> it'll really change the industry. Yeah, unfortunately, I probably won't be able to see it in theaters because I bet you anything it's not going to be here in Aberdeen. Yeah, so. I, bet, I bet it'll be select theaters. I mean, just like the big ones. But yeah, I don't know where I'm you sure are. I'm sure it'll be back home. But um, yeah, Oh, yeah, definitely in Atlanta. But yeah, yeah not, South Dakota? Not not here, probably. I don't know. Maybe in Sioux Falls it might have one. But Anyway, and then they were saying that this was the only Batman movie. The things I was reading were saying this was the only Batman movie in theaters until uh, Killing Joke. But also Uncaped Crusaders came out in the theaters as well that same year as Killing Joke. So so there oh, have yeah. been three that have been in theaters at least. But it's it, not just but, yeah. those two. Because I saw but, Uncaped Crusaders in the theater as well as Killing Joke. But Cape Crusaders came out after Killing Joke, right? Yeah, 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 it did, it did. Yeah. Killing so Joke was what, first, but but I was reading things that said those were the only two. Oh, I was no. like, well, again, people forget about the freaking Adam West Batman. Oh, that was, that's one of the best anime movies ever made. Yeah. Especially recently, good lord. Oh, that, that first one, the second one was fine, but the first one was amazing. 
Yeah, oh, it, was it was so funny. It was perfect. It was a perfect homage slash make fun of. Oh, it was perfect. And we'll get to that one. Oh, we will, and I can't wait. There's yeah. a lot of great ones, but th- this is right up there oh, with yeah. one of the best ones. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll get into this. Um, Mask of the Phantasm. I can't even talk. Mask of the Phantasm <laughs> is what we're going to watch. That is such a weird title. Like It is. I want to know where they that... came up with that title. Yeah. I mean, uh, when did the, this came out in 93. Yeah, 93. When did... I don't know. Phantom Menace came out way after that. I was yeah, thinking, that was I was like, maybe kind no, of, no, no, no. Yeah, like maybe it's kind of they were going for that, but like, nope. yeah, this came out way before. And uh, um, so, just a little background before we get into. Well, I guess we can talk about it when we get in the movie. So, yeah, we'll I guess have, there'll be some quiet yeah. moments. Wait, let's go talking. ahead and uh, get started. So, I'm at five seconds right now, <laughs> oh, and the Warner there. the Warner Brothers logo is on the screen. Give me a second. I'm That's at zero. Right. And. Five, do you have Bugs Bunny? No, not yet. He's about oh. to pop up. Okay. Well, let me know when he pops up in. All right, let's uh, see. So I'm going to press play at five seconds and Time Warner Entertainment. And there goes Bugs Bunny. He's I've now, got it at eight seconds right when he bit the carrot. He just is eating the carrot. Now it went black. Okay. And now the opening title sequence is starting. So I don't know if we're sight or synced up yeah i'm with you all right so now warner brothers presents and wait for it there it is batman mask of the phantasm and uh this opening sequence is fantastic and the best reason the 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 music in this movie is just incredible yeah i mean and the reason is because about halfway through this was supposed to be just a direct-to-video movie and then like halfway through production they decide because of just how popular the show was they were like oh we can put this in theaters and make some more money so they immediately had to change directions reformat all the cells for you know widescreen instead of tv and uh and then they ended up getting a 100 piece orchestra which i don't know what they were using for the tv show but it was significantly less it was like 25 20 piece or 25 piece and so they got a way bigger orchestra and you can tell like just this opening score which of course we we can't hear but because we were playing it without the sound, but it is, it's fantastic. I watched this yep. a couple days ago just so I could get the whole, whole movie. And it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Shirley Walker, uh, was the composer for this one. Mainly did the, um, all the music for the TV show. Yeah. And, um, she was like basically like a, an underling of, um, Danny Elfman. And yep. so that's why you have that perfect blend of the Elfman score score from the burnt movies, but then also a little bit different take for, to kind of set itself apart with the, you know, animated series. And yeah, yeah the, the music in this is so, so pivotal. And just these backgrounds are just so oh, much yeah. bigger than the TV show. Like everything, it's really the show. It's just bigger. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, the animation is basically the same too, but they just kind of polish it up a little bit, yeah. a little bit more detail. Uh, of course, you have the animated graphics intermixed with the the animation, the like the opening uh, credits, but mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think the budget for this was relatively small. It was only like six million. But I mean, yeah, it wasn't that big. About, but for an animated yeah. project, yeah, that's. Still but just talk about like you know just putting effort into everything and not skimping and Mm-mm. just doing more with less, really. And really, the only difference is just it's just it, they can get away with slightly more things, like a little bit more guns. There's killing. You know, people are getting killed. There's blood. There's a little bit of blood. I mean, even just like that picture on the wall yep. wouldn't have probably been in the TV show. So it's just like little things. 
it's just little things that they could do a little bit more than the TV show. That opening sequence is great. I'm just taking out the mob boss. Yeah. And um, yeah, this this was actually based off of Batman Year Two, um, which was the sequel kind of to Year One um, as a comic. But it's not it's loosely adapted. Yeah. Um, different characters, but kind of same general general idea. And now we have the Phantasm, mm-hmm. which is just looks awesome. Yeah, great design. It really is. That's such a cool look with the floating and the smoke and the hood and then the sickle Giant. hand or whatever yeah, it is. Whatever that is. It's creepy. And the voice. Oh yeah. The voice is great. Yeah, so he's threatening this uh this mob boss. Now he uh takes off. And I love this. He gets in the car and it actually starts. Yep. Like a car should. <laughs> instead of in movies cars never do. Yeah, everyone's driving a junker, apparently. Even, like, brand-new cars off the lot. It's like <laughs> they're turning the key. It's like, come on. Yeah, there's extra, extra. Um, I don't know, suspense, I guess. Which is, but, yeah, uh, and realism, too. And there's blood the already on the guy's face. Yeah. So uh, already we're getting a little bit more. I'm surprised they make... I, I figured they would make the Phantasm a little bit more spooky at the beginning. Like, he's already kind of shown to be, you know, like he kind of got hit with the car already. I mean... That there we have him kind of disappear, but and then it that's that's cool shot. Yeah, Zack Snyder would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, this this movie wouldn't be edgy enough for him. This would be boring. <laughs> that's true. You know, so that guy's that guy's dead, and then we get the uh, hey look, it's Batman. The Batman killed him, so we're getting Batman Returns right there. Yeah, a little bit in there. Yeah, but at least with this one, like the Phantasm. The silhouette looks like Batman. Right, right. You got the yeah, cape, yeah, yeah. you got the eyes. I mean, it's not like, it, it, yeah, again, Batman returns. We're like, people didn't even, like, they saw her clearly <laughs> fall from whatever. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, then the Phantasm gets away. To be honest, this Batman is a little less uh, polished than I remembered watching the movie. He, uh, oh, get, yeah? he, he He's not the all-powerful Batman we usually see. No, I mean, they, they definitely kind of really humanize him in this movie and kind of really make him vulnerable. They do. And well, and that's part of the story with uh, oh, yeah. the Andrea Beaumont thing. Cause that's just not something we see from Batman and that shouldn't work. Like that shouldn't work. That story should not work in a Batman, it does, movie. Though. but it does. Yeah. The story I think is the best part about this movie. It is. Then we have Alfred here back in the Batcave, And this is a great scene of Alfred just being hilarious. Cause yeah. he's, he's saying, uh, there's something about him not him being serious or something. Then he's like, "All right, well, I uh, washed your, ca- I ironed your cape and put your exploding balls away." And, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's also a scene I love: Batman collecting and looking at evidence. Detective. Yes. And then I Thank love how, I love how he gets back at Alfred there by explaining what like this pom- polymer is doing this, so it's obviously this. And Alfred just has this blank look. He's just like, "Of course." <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alfred's used to it by now. He's like, "All right, fine. You're not impressing me." Yeah, so here's uh, this guy, Councilman... Um, I, Reeves. What is it? Reeves. Yeah, 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 him, who's just a slimy, yeah, uh, cookie-cutter kind of, you know, sleazy councilman person. Politician. Yeah, and you know yeah, who yeah. does the voice of him, which is perfect. Who does? The, do you remember Die Hard? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the bearded guy, Ellis, who oh. acts like he's Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah like, of course. One of my favorite quotes ever. Um, yeah, that's the guy. It's, it's a perfect. 
Because talk about sleazy, just ugh. So now <laughs> this is a great scene. We have Bruce Wayne at this party with these two just airhead girls, yep. and uh, him just playing the playboy, the mm-hmm. clueless, you know, playboy billionaire, and yeah. just with you know, just playing the part, pretty much. Exactly. And we don't I mean, get yeah, to see, you don't see this enough. No, unfortunately. I mean, I, some people are like, in Batman v Superman, you see Ben Affleck wake up in bed with a chick, and people are like, oh, there you go. I'm like, oh, eh. uh, uh, sure. Yeah. But again, I feel like that's Zack Snyder like, being edgy. Like, no, 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 he's not flirty with them. He's baning them every <laughs> night. It's like, all right, calm down. Yeah, a little, little different. But uh, yeah. cause it's, you know, it, it's all part of the, this guy could never be Batman. That It's yep. all about that that charade same as Clark Kent being a bumbling, you know, idiot nerdy. Yeah. yeah it's the same thing. It's yep. totally getting any suspicion away from him. So now, now he hears that, um, Andrea Beaumont and we're getting her name for the first time. And mm-hmm. he's kind of talking about her and, and Bruce Wayne is, is not too a, happy with it. No. And this guy's being, you know, like, I don't know, kind of rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah, because of course we know that they used to date. Or well, we don't know that. Now we're about to find out. Well, I mean, he's saying it to Bruce. Oh yeah, and so, uh, and then we get the first flashback, which another thing that shouldn't work. All these flashbacks are flashbacks are usually dumb, but and they're usually lazy. But man, it works in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like when you can use them really well, you look at like a show like Lost, or at least at the beginning, it's like you can really use flashbacks well to tell a story, but. Yeah. yeah, sadly, a lot of times they're just kind of cop-outs for, like, exposition or something. So now we have young Bruce Wayne, who is just Dick Grayson. Yeah, he really does look like Dick Grayson. <laughs> I was thinking that watching, I was like, he looks just like Dick Grayson does in the show. <laughs> yeah, they, only, they only have so many character molds. Yeah, so uh, now he sees Andrea Beaumont talking to a, a tombstone, and that that's the uh, meat. And even this is just done well. Like oh, if you yeah. saw this in a real movie, this would all make sense. The way the way the relationship starts and goes makes sense. It doesn't feel forced or rushed like most movies. Well, maybe a little rushed a little later, but for the most part, it all seems real natural. Oh yeah, I mean, great. Yeah, again, this movie is only barely over an hour long, really, and they completely tell this like believable, yeah, really well fleshed out character uh, story, whereas. Yeah, if you made it like a feature length movie, like ninety minutes or a little over two hours, like you could easily just adapt this to a movie and it, yeah. it, it would work just as well. Yeah, so we get to see them meeting for the first time. She's just talking about how she's talking with her mom at the her mom's grave site, and then oh, this is a great scene. He's talking about talking to his parents and he made a mm-hmm. vow. And then she says, Oh, and he's like a secret one. And then she's like, have you kept your vow? And he says, so far. And you can't hear it here, but when I was watching it back, he goes into the Batman voice when he says, so far. Ah, like, just so those things are so good. Like, just because yeah. Kevin Conroy obviously is doing the voice uh, of I mean, Bruce Wayne and Batman. And man, I, I didn't notice that part the first time, but watching this uh, a couple days ago, I noticed that when she oh, asks man. if he kept the vow, he goes, so far. And he drops into the Batman voice to say it. Oh, so good. Cause, it's yeah, so like, good. Cause she would have no idea what that voice is. Right, like, right, right. Oh, and like, so uh, good. but yeah, there's a lot of really good small details later on, especially one of my favorite ones, which we'll see not too far, but I'll mention that later. But yeah, yeah. just again, it's like people like Bruce Tim, obviously, but just putting so much work well, and Paul like, Dini, into and I mean, it's all the people from the show are writing yeah. this, you know? So, I mean, that's why. 
It's Eric Radonsky, like Paul Dini, Bruce Tim. It's the same crew. Yeah, and like the show, it's not like, oh, this is dumb for kids. Who cares? You know, as long as it's bright and colorful, they'll, right. they'll pay attention. It's like, no, it's they tell, not colorful. <laughs> no, and they tell like a really dramatic and like mature story, kind yeah. of. So now we're seeing like early Bruce Wayne, pre Batman. Yeah. We're basically seeing a Batman origin story in a way. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of year one. Uh, I love this. He's trying to act all serious and they're just like, what is he doing? Yeah. I mean, not that's not taking him seriously. Wear, yeah. Where you wear a ski mask. And again, of, of course, that's, you know, why the, the mask and the cape is so important. But yeah. And then he's got ninja stars instead of batarangs. Yeah. It's just weird to see Bruce Wayne, like not in the costume, but doing the same thing, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's, I love it. Yeah, he's also kind of getting the crap beat out of him. Oh, a little, yeah. A little bit there. So, I mean, we're seeing early Batman. He's, he's not... I mean, it's the same thing that we saw in, you know, in year one or, or any any early Batman story. They usually do a good job of showing it's before he... But see, there he goes. He saves the guard. You nope. think Superman would have done that in the Snyder movies? Nope. He would have just left him out to get hit in a crossfire. Well, he would have killed all the guards first <laughs> and then left the... <laughs> and then he might have killed the guard, too, in, in the right. crossfire. Yeah, yeah. So now he's going after the truck, which is, even this scene is just awesome. Like, it's just so dynamic looking and exciting. Yeah, the, the animation. There's a great video on YouTube. Um, there's a really good channel called... Uh, and now we get Cap- to see Bullock. We get to see oh. early, early Harvey Bullock when he's still a beat oh, cop. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Spit yeah. take. We get a uh, but, uh, spit take there. <laughs> but yeah, there's a really good uh, YouTube channel that like talks about... There's a video about the Batman anim- animated series and why like the animation looks different from most animated shows and just like all the effort that went into it of oh yeah like basically paintings in the background and then uh molding the animation on top of it and that's why it's such a unique look well i mean it's it's warner brothers i mean who perfected animation back you know back in the 30s and 40s oh yeah i mean you watch looney tunes and it's still some of the best animation you'll ever see the quality like quality wise and it's just And that's why, because there was so much effort put into it. There's so, you know, they use, you know, there's way more frames, so it looks so much smoother. And that's the way this is. This is that level of quality. Yeah, and I really hope, especially with us getting the animated series on Blu-ray in October, which I yeah. can't wait. Which I asked for for my birthday, and if I don't oh, get it, I'm yeah. gonna be mad. Uh, understandably, <laughs> but like we really need a Blu-ray of this. So, like that'd be, oh, yes. that'd be so good. Yeah, we do. We really hopefully. Do. Hopefully, with it coming to theaters and the kind is, of like, is there a Blu-ray with it? it I, I feel no. like when I was reading about it, it included this movie in it in that like, I don't package think so. set. I thought no, it did. This, this movie is always like released with a like a double feature with Sub Zero. Yeah, I've never I, seen I, it. I have it. No, the one I have is just the movie. I don't have oh, a wow. double feature of it. I have just this movie, and then I have Sub Zero by itself too. Okay, but there, but there, yeah, there's no. I've never heard of any Blu-ray for this movie. I thought it was coming out with the uh, the show though, like it was oh, included. Oh, that's too good to be true. If it is, I thought it was. I could be wrong. Here's well. Here's hoping at least you know when it comes out of the theaters, it, it kind of reignites the the popular, um, making this movie popular again, and hopefully then we'll get a Blu-ray if we don't. So now we're seeing him training, which this is kind of goofy. We have him kind of acting goofy with this training sure. thing, which is kind of funny. And he's saying basically this isn't working. I need to strike fear into them. Well, then here comes Beaumont. It was just very forward mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's making fun of him for being beat up. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> trip over cash, <laughs> which is funny. Cause yeah, it's like, it's like, why else would this guy be training? Like, so, so I don't know. So and, intensely. 
And then he's just, she's like, what are you doing? He's just like, jujitsu. And she's like, gesundheit. And then he's just like, jujitsu's no joke. And he's just super serious. And she just comes over and flips him. <laughs> flips him. <laughs> Which again, it's like Batman, like maybe not, but still it's, it's still funny. And he's, he's like, you know, laying his guard down. And again, he's not fully Batman. Yeah. He's again, working out the, working out the Kings. Yeah. That is, that that's true. He's not quite, yeah, he's not quite there yet. Cause I, oh God, and this, I can't th- this wait for... goes a little fast. The the relationship seemed to be working all right, and this seems a little bit rushed. This Again, is the second time a, they've seen each yeah. other. Yeah, for for kids, you but know, the movie is you know an hour and sixteen minutes. So I mean, yeah, this is in the notebook. We don't have time to. Yeah, then to be honest, this movie moves so fast. It's gonna be harder to talk about this than it was for those other two. Uh, especially Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah we some... don't we, we don't have. Ha ha! I knew minutes. it. I knew it. I told you. Look at this. It says it comes the the Blu-ray thing comes with two bonus discs of animated films batman mask of the phantasm and batman and mr freeze sub-zero what yeah oh my god now it doesn't say if they're on blu-ray or not but well, they better, i would well, assume it would be i don't see yeah, why well, well, it wouldn't be if it was included what, in this yeah what would be the point of not to i i don't know oh man if we yeah if we get a blu-ray to this with that oh, oh yeah no it's blu-ray I, i'm looking at the picture of it it comes with Thank this and blu-ray Oh, that's awesome! At least this this collection, like this special edition collection, does. Mm-hmm. I don't know if well, the I regular have, one does. Well, that, and that's the only one I can get then. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right, so uh, we're back in the current time, and mm-hmm. we got our next uh, the next crime mob boss, boss now yep. uh, going to the grave of the one that just died at the beginning of the movie. Yep. And uh, we're about to get the, the uh, next, phantasm uh, again. Yep. Yep. Which is and that's the other. Oh. This is even creepier because this time it's in a graveyard. Oh, of course. This one's creepy, man. Like she just f- flat. Out, well, spoilers. Uh, he he just flat out <laughs> just <laughs> drops that statue on him. Yeah, like, yeah. I it, it, a it's kid, a little being... brutal. Like this oh, is yeah. probably the more the most brutal of the deaths that you see. Probably, yeah. I mean, the Joker kills the guy with the laughing gas, but we see him do that a lot. But they're not usually dead, quote yeah. unquote. But so we've seen that before, but sure. this one is, I mean, he falls in a grave and then gets crushed by the statue. I mean, that's, that's a little much. <laughs> yeah. I remember as a kid, this one, like kind of pushing the, the envelope a little bit for me. Cause yeah, the phantasm scared me, especially this. Yeah. Scene. Yeah. So this yeah, is just, that. I mean, this is great. It's so dark. Like, yeah. And again, just like really kind of risky doing this again, like for, you know, marketed towards kids and making yeah. it this dark and serious. They yeah. had the music. Yeah, they. Uh, this was released in theaters on Christmas. Came out Christmas in '93 and it's a bold move. did terrible, obviously, because yeah. it wasn't marketed at all. No, that's the biggest. Yeah. Zero marketing went into this movie, so it flopped. But um, and, uh, like they never released it in Europe either. So like, like, like people in London didn't know about it until like it came out on video and it was like, Oh yeah. But then once it did come out on video, it was huge and did, oh, there he goes. Yeah. Now he's in the, now he's in open this, grave. uh, this open grave. Yeah. Now was this the plan? This couldn't have been the plan. Cause th- I mean the fandom, the phantasm was just trying to kill him before. Like there's no, oh, yeah. there's no way he would know he would get all the way into this grave. Now I'm sure the phantasm would just killed him in an- another way, but yeah. But it's like, oh, while you're here. So then he leaves and we get the the classic, oh, it's gone. Okay, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight out of a horror movie. 
It is. This is straight out. This is straight out of slasher film. Yeah. And then there, there it goes. Oof. Dead like that. That's <laughs> that's creepy. Oh, and then yeah. again, you don't see anything, but you get their reaction as the two henchmen come up here. Yeah, it's like they. And that's. Like they, I mean, you can imagine what they're looking at by the, oh, just yeah. the reaction there. And, and then, oh no, look, it's Batman. Yeah, but again, if you only see it from behind like that. The only thing you really know of in Gotham that looks right. anything like that is is Batman. Oh yeah, no, it totally makes sense. But yeah, when this movie uh, came out in theaters, even though it, it did terribly box office, it got great reviews, which yeah, it did. is understandable. Yeah, so it didn't do well. Um, there's a story that Mark Hamill talking about it coming out. He went to go see it with his family on Christmas, and there was <laughs> he said there was like five people in the theater. Aww. So so he uh, got up and got them all to sit with him. And so oh. they all, you know, him, his family, and the five people in the theater all sat and watched it together. God, that'd be awesome if yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill's there in the oh. That'd be amazing, yeah. So now that, now we get another mob boss, the old one. Yeah. Who was kind of the ringleader of all of them back yeah. in the day. And now, now we have the uh, Reeves saying Batman is now killing people, you know, Gordon, but Gordon doesn't believe it. But then he's not going to stop him either. So he basically says, you guys, it's up to you guys. So then we get Harvey Bullock with his classic Batman um, vendetta, mm-hmm. which always happens in some form <laughs> or fashion. It's always with Harvey, too. Yeah. It's funny that his name is Harvey, and he looks like just as sleek and like greasy as like Harvey Dent does in the animated series. Yeah. Although, although now it's big. Well, he's not greasy when he's Harvey Dent. No, but like the, the, well, like the look, like the slick back hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So now again, Batman detective. Yep. Going through the awesome. crime scene. Like to me, like the other thing that makes this movie so good is that like it has two elements that I always really want in a Batman movie, which is the mob. I feel like the mob yep. has to at least be part of it. And then obviously uh, a mystery to solve. Yeah. And now we get where uh, she finds out his secret identity because yeah. he's back at the Wayne grave, which... I would think if you have a secret identity, you shouldn't do that. But um, anyway, yeah, this, and then a little he goes back over, and there she is again, again talking to her mom at the grave site. Which I don't and see of course, grave though. I mean, either, yeah. But then she <laughs> sees him again, and uh, he leaves, and then oh look, it's Bruce Wayne. So that that's a little eh, but yeah, a little convenient. No, oh, well, whatever. But again, for the to be honest, of time. for this character, which really isn't that great of a character, it just it still fits in yeah. the movie and the story. Even though I don't think she's that great of a character, it no. still works. Yeah, but I just like how like what her character means for Bruce and kind of like the yeah. effect she has on his story. Right, um, right. Which again is like even if she isn't that and memorable, it's believable. Like most yeah. of the time, it always feels forced. In yeah, most movies, right. but in this one it doesn't, I, and I oh, don't know it. why. I can't point to why, but you believe that he feels this way. Yeah, and th- and this looks so good. The rain here, mm-hmm. uh, especially the close up, which we'll get to. But oh man, yeah, the animation—it's just so smooth. Yeah, and this is like an adult movie. You're not going to see a con- like two people sitting at a table like this with this guy <laughs> yeah. trying to hit on her. Well, the like, well, the like, this the is a scene guy. out of a drama with the yeah. other guy watching. Like, that's in the rain. <laughs> like, like, look at that. That's a great shot. That was so good. Like, you're not gonna see that. That's not a kid movie. 
No, kids kids nowadays would be bored. They'd be like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, it probably would. You're probably right. So now we get the Gotham World's Fair, which is another great touch just because yeah. it's, again, it's setting this in a time period that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's this weird mix of modern and old fashion. So you yeah. can't ever, it never feels dated because mm-hmm. it always feels like a semi-period piece. But still feels like a real city in America. But there's still like- computer, you know. They're still using. There's still TVs. They're still using computers. They're still, you know. But but there's not cell phones or anything like yeah. that. But so so it doesn't feel dated. Yeah, but like then all the crime bosses have like Tommy guns and like the fedoras. Right. Like, well, you know why they like, have Tommy guns? No. Um. In the in the animated series, you'll notice they never really they very rare until I think the night when it was rebooted in the original one they never use pistols really it's always Tommy guns because it's a gun that doesn't really exist anymore and one of the things is they weren't allowed to use guns with standards and practices they couldn't use like real guns that's why a lot of times you know in X Men or Spider Man they're using laser guns oh yeah yeah they, yeah I remember yeah and yeah, so that's why that's that. why they could get away with the Tommy guns because it's a gun that's not just in use really okay. But then it's also kind of like a harken back to the famous like mob right. crime, right? But it, uh, but it fits perfectly movies. with this world. Exactly, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. But and like and like, but all this back technology as well is like kind of like past ahead of the time. So right. yeah, you can't place it in a specific era or decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. yeah, it's 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 very smart decision. Very very well done. I mean, like every, I feel like just everything was like so well thought of and like just. A thought was put into everything, like every aspect of the show, this movie. Like, this ugh. this is a great scene because he's basically saying, yeah, I'll meet your dad. And then he turns to Alfred and is like, what am I doing? Because <laughs> the whole thing is he's like, this isn't part of the plan, which is him being Batman. So this yeah. has been a, a curveball thrown in his whole Batman plan. And so throughout this whole, at least the whole, um, the, these flashbacks, it's him fight, fighting this. And there you see Reeves, the assistant to Beaumont. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, and him fighting with this thing of I'm happy now, but I I need to do this thing, which is so like uh like that's it's heartbreaking. Me, like, yeah, and but that's what I love about Batman is that it is heartbreaking. It's not like it's almost the opposite of like triumphant. I mean, it's like oh, it's a huge sacrifice, you know? Yeah. It's and, not like oh, I'm gonna be Iron Man now. And it's gonna be awesome. Right. That, that's what I love. I mean, that's why the Spider-Man character is so good. Because it's the same thing, at least at the beginning. Obviously, it, it changes at some point. But that's the whole thing at the beginning of the Spider-Man character is he's alone. And he chooses yeah. to be alone because he can't risk people being near him because, you know, they'll get hurt. Or if people yeah. find out. and So that's his whole thing. And that that's the same that Bat, it's the same thing that Batman has done. Yeah. That's why I love that first uh, Raimi Spider-Man, like the oh, end scene yes. in the graveyard. It's oh, like, it's so good. Uh, and then again, you have Danny Elfman doing the music for yep. that as well. Yep. So now we have that uh, old mob boss coming yeah, in now. the one we saw at, uh, on uh, Oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's now there now. Uh, coming in unannounced and unexpected. And now Bruce Wayne's getting kind of uh, creepy vibes, I guess you could say. Oh, and, just, and now someone to look out for when he starts being and Batman. There's the Joker. Yeah. Which we find out later, which I'm not a big fan of, but no, it's fine. No, but I'll give it a pass. Again, it's it's small, so it doesn't... You know, it's not, it's not, we still don't know anything about him. Uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can deal with that. Yeah. And now I don't know what this guy is doing under this bridge. Uh, I guess not, he's it like doesn't selling... look like he, it doesn't look like he's selling anything. There's nothing there. That's, I mean, he had like a watch and some Maybe. jewelry. 
I but, saw him, but yeah, yeah it's weird. <laughs> well, these James Dean people are going to rob him. Yeah, he's greasers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, there we go. Can't set a time period. That's there, great, it's like it's like stuff is like 40s, but then now there's greasers. So now we got 50s, and yeah, they got the coins in a sock or whatever it is, and beating the crap out of them. And now we have Batman, who's like, I can't just let him go. But of course, he. Th- this is a good fight scene too. It's just it's oh, uh, yeah. it's well choreographed. Yeah, it just looks really good. And of course, she ruins it because she gets in the way and distracts him mm-hmm. when he's about. Which to Which is a good little metaphor for like. It is for for why this doesn't work. Yeah, this is awesome. This is an awesome shot. And again, yeah. we got Zack Snyder slow mo here. This is so <laughs> cool. This is so cool. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> like straight out of anime. Yeah, that's aw- that's great. Just jumps off the end of the bike and punches him square in the face in slow motion. That would do it. And now he's gonna take this guy out, but then of course she like yells and then he gets distracted and then bam mm, ow yeah which breaks the bat yeah that probably broke more than the bat the bat oh yeah your ribs it are literally dumb. broke the bat <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, nice. but but the man <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, I mean honestly like batman in real life would be like crippled by before the first year yeah. it's like <laughs> you, your, your joints would just be gone and well like any yeah no yeah no 100 percent. but it's just you know so now, now he's just mad, which is great. Again, this isn't something a kid movie. That's no. that's like a real relationship moment thing. Like, <laughs> and now we got him doing some early designs of the costume, looking like Space Ghost. Yeah. And now, now this is just where we see him. We're just wrestling with this, where this doesn't work. He's like, I can't do this and have her here. Like he, he's yeah. like, I can't put her through this. I mean, it's so perfect. Just him alone in his mansion, with contemplating. Alfred. Yep, without wait, yeah, with Alfred. But, and of course, yeah, Alfred he, is still trying to push him as you don't need to do this. Be yeah. happy. Your parents well, would I mean, want you to be happy. Well, I mean, he wants what's best for him, and right. like, I mean, it's you can marry this woman that you love and have a good life, or you know, be content with being basically miserable the rest of your life right. in service for. Gotham, but yeah, of course Alfred wouldn't want him to do it. Yeah, but he's not a dope like in the other movies we've been watching, where he's like, "Oh, why don't you go and talk to her and bring him into the Batcave?" And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, like why don't you stop abruptly being Batman? <laughs> right, and, right. And that, and that's what I like is that he hasn't oh, made that great. final choice yet. And now we have this is such a good scene. Kevin Conroy is just a master with this I mean, scene. Always, but especially in the here. rain at the graveside, basically begging to not have to do this. Yeah. He's God. like, I'm happy now. I don't need, I I need, I've never been happy. I didn't anticipate being happy. Oh, this is just so good. Yeah, even uh, uh, e- uh, Ebert and Siskel were like, this movie is amazing. It's like, again, this is not a kid's movie. You but can like, feel the pain just in Kevin Conroy's voice with this. It's just so well done. Yeah. God. And then great scene with having her then show up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's so touching. But it's not like soap opera. No, no, like, it's perfect. It is. It's not overboard. It's it still seems very real. Because I've seen some anime movies. I've tried to do like kind of romantic and dramatic tones uh, and stuff like this, and it, it doesn't work out. But this is like believable. And now we're back to present day. Present day, yeah. 
Oh man, that scene is so good. That scene yeah. is so so good. Now we have uh, Reeves, and then there's Sal picking him up. Yeah, it's not Maroney. I forget. Uh, no, forget it's, his last thing. It's something else. I don't remember. But uh, and now he's still. They're still like, is this? You know, is on all these people are like the Batman's now gone off the deep end, and he's now killing us and now they're really scared <laughs> well of course yeah i mean you're already terrified of batman but like if he doesn't care anymore and again these are the you. best scenes that show how awesome batman is are other people talking about him yeah that's a great that's scene he's just like have you seen batman he'll crucify me <laughs> oh that's great the best movie that's ever done that type of thing is john wick yeah. With describing the character with other yeah. people talking about it. Like just the introduction to John Wick is the best character introduction of all time. That's definitely the guy there, call yeah. the guy the mob boss calling him and saying, You punched my kid, what are you doing? And him going, He stole John Wick's car and killed <laughs> his dog and he just goes, Oh, oh. and hangs up. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, yeah. <laughs> that is the best character introduction of all time ever. Yeah. And that, that's the way Batman is. He's that type of character where it's just mm-hmm. this, you know. So I always, love, I always love seeing Batman in front of the, the giant monitor and just, I don't know, it's different than seeing like a bunch of plasma screens. Like, I yeah. don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I like uh, it too. Just, the old always, school computer. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that old school computer. Yeah, and, that, and now he's still arguing with Alfred about Andrea Beaumont. And now, and we get to see a, a little rift between them, which is still always good to see. And um, I don't remember what happens here. Um, is this when the police start hunting him? Oh yeah, this is when he sees the picture, and it's Andrea Beaumont's father and Reeves. Oh yeah, it's all the all all those mob bosses. bosses all in the same thing, and he finds out that Andrea's father. father is kind of the connection between all these mob bosses. Yeah, that's what it was. So now we go to another flashback, and this is where we get where Batman has pretty much decided that he's not gonna do Batman. Yeah, he's made up his mind, and uh, this is where we have him propose to her. It's where we have Dick Grayson propose to her. <laughs> It looks just like him. It's the same thing. It's crazy. But, um, and we have him have no idea how to do this and just slaps the ring. Why it shows that he's just kind of rushing into it. Yeah, that's true. Cause he doesn't want to be drawn back. Yeah. He, he's like, he, he wants to do it quickly so he can't be like persuaded. Yep. So, uh, and then, you know, so we get the, the happy decision thing and, too good to be true. Exactly. And then we get to see the bats all come out, and this is where he discovers the Bat Cave is because of this. Mm-hmm. This is this is the uh, the year one Batman scene, which is not quite as effective as it is in year one. Yeah, but that's fine. And better then, than uh, uh, better than the little Bruce Wayne like floating in the <laughs> air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, that made me laugh. Yeah, that, that was that was great. So, yeah, and then he takes her back home, and this is where everything uh, starts to fall apart, but he doesn't know it yet. Oh, poor guy. He's young and naive. Well, also, it just hasn't happened yet. 
That too. <laughs> and then there's the Joker again being creepy. Mm-hmm. But of course, we don't know it's a Joker yet. Yeah, at least they don't really point it out and like make it too obvious. But yeah, I don't like. I don't like that. There's a couple of things the anime series like very few did wrong, and like one of the things that always bothered me is that in the anime series, you know, when his parents get killed, Thomas Wayne actually fights the muggers, which to me defeats the whole point. Yeah, I guess. So now he gets the ring back. He's exploring the caves. We have him exploring the caves, which I like seeing. Oh, yeah. And then uh, he gets the ring back saying that she's leaving. Yeah, of course, not saying, not saying the real story, just... Leaving my father. Yep. And now, and he's, now he's all mad again. And that, that pretty much just fully Seals confirms the, the Batman aspect. Yeah. And then here we go. Yep, then we go back to... Uh, Oh, this is great. This is my favorite part. This is awesome. So now we have him. He's this is him becoming Batman for the first time. Oh, yep. it's such With a music. well done scene. The best part of this is Alfred. Yeah. Well, oh, and you don't even see him. You just you see Alfred's reaction. Yep. Oh, well, this so is my good. favorite part right here. Is when he gets a mask, he waits a second before he puts it on. But this scene he, turns around. Well, yeah, oh. and Alfred's terrified. And you don't, you don't ever, they don't ever show him. You just nope, see just Alfred reacting and you're, cause you know exactly what is, you know, you, you know. But I love how he waits a second to put on a mask because it's like him realizing that as soon as he does, there's no going back. Yeah. He is Batman. There's yeah. no Bruce Wayne. He's committed now. Oh, that's such, not nope. oh, so good. All right, we're going to put a pin in it for that one. That is part one of our commentary track on Batman Mask of the Phantasm. And now if you want to click on over to part two, you can finish the movie with us as we continue with the Uncaped Crusaders Review.